Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. The Grim Reaper. It's called different things in different cultures. Shows up in different ways. Oftentimes a warning, oftentimes more than a warning. Oftentimes your transport to the next side. In our next story, we hear about two curious young boys out solving mysteries and end up coming face to face with what we call in the States the Grim Reaper. Take a listen. Let's not beat around the bush. Some stories should not be told. In this case, I'm not telling it. I'm just simply writing it. I'm not saying that this is going to be scary or sinister. It will not change my mind of any skeptic or anyone else. It'll just solidify their ideas and dogmas. But huh, I'm not here to change anyone's mind. I do not care if it's believed or not. This is just one of the many things that happened to me. The story I'm about to share with you is, well... The focal point of all that happened. It is my burden, and I'm still wanting and waiting for it to finish. Or to put it another way, for the end to arrive. It will be exciting to see what happens after it. In 1992 is when it started. It was a strange summer. I just finished primary school and was heading for secondary school. I have by this time had two encounters with the supernatural and I was extremely interested in learning as much as I could about ghosts. So I set up a club called the Ghost Club Beastly Remains. It's occupants of memberships for myself and my best friend, Jonathan, who has sadly now passed. 
This was to be his first encounter and my third. It's difficult to tell the story because the age of innocence for him and I was stolen after this. Too much happened for it to not have drastic effects. This day, date forgotten, felt like it would never end. After breakfast, John, I'm shortening his name for the rest of the story, and I went about our business of collecting clues to a case that we were working on. And it started with me a year previous. And if we had access to the net, it surely would have been an open and closed case. But when is anything that easy? I'm not going to tell that story. I'll save it for another time. So after going about collecting clues, we saw a crow with a cross attached to it to the ground. It was very disturbing. The crow was on its back, wings extended, and a cross stacked through the middle of its chest. It was not a clue to the case. We just found it on our travels, but it was bizarre. Why would a crow have a cross attached to it, holding it to the ground? It does need mentioning, mentioning because, like I said, this was the focal point of my experience, and that crow was an omen of some kind. John and I had headed back to his house and out into the backyard where our clubhouse, his mother's shed, was located. We started putting together what we had collected but came up with no definitive answer. Fed up with this stage of always coming and the dead ends, I threw our findings on the ground and pressed myself into an armchair, which we had taken from a area the day earlier. Undefeated, John sat next to me in his beanbag and suggested that we just head out for a walk, not to look for anything, just walk. It was, after all, a nice day, a little overcast, but the sun came out nonetheless. John always wondered about the things that I saw. I was very jealous of my talent. He would always query about how they would look and sound. Did I believe in evil ghosts? He never understood why I thought that my two encounters already experienced were evil spirits. I did not have an answer for him. All I could tell him was, you know how there's good and bad people? Well, why wouldn't there be good and bad ghosts? And I felt it. I felt suffocated. Hot, in fact, so hot. I started to choke on this emptiness. I couldn't breathe. It overtook my body. Then as quickly as it started, it stopped. You okay? John was standing beside me with a look of sheer fear on his face. Apparently, I had started shaking and screaming. I do not remember doing either. I looked at my surroundings, see if there was anything out of the ordinary. I was standing in the middle of a small, unused road. The factory of Martin Savage on my left, its fence boarding it, a seven-foot metal spike guardian, and a disguised cottage in front of me. Come on, sit down. John was by my side, concerned in his face. I'm okay, I, I managed. Yet my throat felt dry and scarred with heat. Let's take a look at that cottage over there. It could be fun. John did not protest. Anything after my sudden attack was going to be a relief. We walked towards the cottage and it was like any other typical cottage except its front door was boarded up and the windows on the front were stained and boarded up also. Come on, there may be a way in over on the other side, I said. I went around to the side of the house and found footing. It allowed me to climb the side wall and use the factory fence as support on the way up. 
Once I got to the roof, John, not far behind me, I slid down to the edge and peered over. There was a window slightly open just below me. Carefully, I let myself fall over the edge of the roof. I did not want to fall into the nettles below or break anything. Once I was on the ground safely, I pushed the window open a bit more, just enough for John and me to enter through. Once inside, the words vice versa came into mind. In the room we were currently in, there were a ceiling and no floor. And the other room had no ceiling and a floor. By no floor, I mean that we were walking along planks of wood on their edges with one-foot gaps between them, and we had to be careful where we stepped. It was not the most exciting place to be. The other room only had a fireplace, the front door, and two windows. The one facing the factory was the only one letting light into the room. So we kicked about for a bit, took my head into the fireplace, and looked up at the chimney, and surprise! It was dark and dirty. Hey, look at this. Coming out from the fireplace, I walked over to where John was standing. There was a footprint. It was a small footprint. You could have counted the toes. And it was clear. And there was blood. I looked at John in horror. He had blood on his hands. Do you think someone was killed? I said. John only shook his head. It actually just appeared in front of me. What? Apparently John had been standing waiting for me to come out of the fireplace when he saw the footprint appear beside him. The blood, however, was a different story. When he had entered and I had first gone to the fireplace, John investigated the room. He did not find a lot except for blood dripping down from the top of the window beside the only door inside the cottage. He pressed his fingers against it, thinking that it could have just been rust, but learning differently. Then the footprint appeared. Lift me up. I want to see where the blood's coming from. I put my back against the wall, joined my hands, and lifted John up so he could see up above the ceiling and into the attic. No sooner was he up, he was back down, jumped down from my hands, in fact, and took off for the window. Not being a fool, I followed the example and ran for the front door, knowing it would take John longer than I cared to wait to get out of the house. Through all the excitement, I did not hear the footsteps hobble across the opposite room ceiling, but I did hear them fall to the floor where we currently were occupying and started to walk towards me. Without hesitation, I kicked the bottom of the front door wide open and threw myself through, scraping my back along with three nails and then saw it all. The feeling from about 20 minutes before came back, but this time I could see it. I could see flames all around me, nowhere else. The room I was standing in was perfect. There were people in a panic around me. Then I heard myself screaming at them, and then it was over. The vision just stopped. It clarified what had happened earlier. The footsteps had also stopped coming towards me, and I was back out on the unused road in front of the house. I waited to see John come over the roof, but he did not. I waited and waited. Felt like hours, but in fact, it was only seconds. Then I heard John. It was the most blood-curdling scream I'd ever heard. It chilled me right to the bone. Then after another minute or so, John came over the roof and slid down to the road, falling with a horrible crunch. I rushed over to him to see if he was okay. He was pale white. His eyes were unfocused, looking at me, but looking through me. I picked him up and started to bring him home. Nothing was broken, thankfully. He had a scrape or two, but that's all. 
All he could say, though, was, Grandpa, I need Grandpa. I brought him to his granddad's house and knocked on the door. When he finally answered, John had come around a bit, regained some of his colors. His granddad asked what was wrong as soon as I had John sitting down, so I told him everything. He was sitting in a small kitchen chair when I finished telling him, and next, he was raising his hands to hit John. I placed myself between him and my friend and screamed at him for answers. Why was he suddenly so quiet? What had he seen? What? His grandfather told me that about 65 to 70 years ago, he and his sister's mother and father lived in that house. I was shocked. What had happened, however, was that his sister had just gotten a new dress and was dancing around the room admiring it. She was 16 and incredibly beautiful, he said. But the tail end of the dress went into the fire, and she went up in flames quickly. She died. And that, this is what I had seen in my vision and what John had just seen. I'm thankful that I did not see what he saw. We left his granddad's house a few hours later. John had come back to reality and would not speak of what he saw. All he said was, it's not finished, Rob. We went back to the house. I know, crazy, right? And John said that I was to wait there. I was to wait in the middle of a pitch black road while he went into the house. I protested and he just said, wait here, please. So I waited. Time went past terribly slow. It's now nearing 11 o'clock at night and I was very hungry. Then somewhere off in the distance I could hear hoofbeats and the sound of a carriage. I looked up and down that road and saw nothing except pitch black endings. Yet the noise got louder and closer. I closed my eyes and started breathing deeply. I remembered the day and its events, recalled them in my mind and opened my eyes. There in front of me were six black horses, a black carriage and a black rider. There stood out against the blackness around them. I could feel the breath of the horses and the gaze of the headless rider. I knew what it was once. The Costa Bauer, the death coach. My time was up. I cried, and the words came out of the silence and formed in my head, in. I started to step towards the coach when a girl slipped past me and sat inside the coach. I was amazed. It was not for me. I was a witness. This does not happen. The coast of Bauer appears only to those who it's taking. I was on a different level of sight. I would not have believed it if I had not seen it with my own eyes. And it was gone. And in its place was John. He looked at me knowingly. Let's go, he said. We went away from the house not to return. Later, I asked John what he had seen, and he did not tell me about the girl, but he did say that I am incredible. He had gone around the side of the house and felt sick. He vomited, and he came back towards where I was waiting and saw what he saw. He said he saw a bright white light around me and nothing else. He was unable to take his eyes off of me. I guess that was a good thing, because otherwise he would have seen death's servant. After that day, John and I saw each other less and less. We were in separate schools, but we talked until the day he died. Our bond was unbroken. But a rift between us that we could not speak of. I am sure that the Coast of Bauer will be back. This time for me. I believe that more than I believe in anything else 
so I wait and enjoy every day I live. As for the white light, that's my aura. I am content, so I've been told. The house is still there, but it has no residence. I like to walk the path every now and then. It leads down to a nice old-fashioned mill. My other encounters have happened there, at an old train station. Sometimes I feel John walking beside me as I travel down that unused but scenic road. Even in death, he's still the best of company. stories online want a commercial free experience of the show with access to the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories sign up at apple podcast right now and try it for three days free ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.